Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the role podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, 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 what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. And we have a special guest. <laughs> special, special Long guest. Long awaited. She's, she's born and raised in Vegas. She's like up and coming DJ here in Vegas. She's, I don't know, I've heard she's called the Princess of Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah? I, I want to oh, wow. I I hear more about this. <laughs> Sitting next to royalty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this is like the future, you know, this is the future uh-huh. of uh, DJs in, in Las Vegas. And yeah. we're very happy to have her here. Jazlyn Rich, Jazlyn Rich, hey. it's good. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Sure. So wait, you, you're you like, you've been DJing what, how many, like five years or so? I've been DJing five, a little over five years. A little over five years. Yeah. And you're, you're you might be the youngest DJ we've had on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. You, you're like 25? I'm 25. 25. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, I have a rule. <laughs> Here it comes. Uh, no, no, no. This is my my rule is that I don't like bringing DJs under thirty on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm honored. So wait, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> and there's a He'll reason. Tell you why. Yeah. Go ahead. There's a reason for it. It's just because I feel like there there hasn't been enough like um like ups and downs. You haven't gone through anything, right? Right. Yeah. So like sometimes I'll be in the middle of like either a down. Or an up. Right. But then there's like no actual perspective yeah. on, you know? For sure. You know what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yeah, I do. Definitely. But, but we wanted to bring you on because we actually want to have like an open conversation of actually what DJs like your age yeah. are kind of like struggling or like or going through. For sure. And how they're like what their approach is to like, you know, the whole DJ career. Right. As well as, you know, I want to talk about you know this summer and i want to talk about maybe what what are the songs of the summer yeah definitely you know and then with your young perspective like maybe you can put us you know some like some, <laughs> new, also yeah. some new joints <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can put us and our listeners onto some game or some shit you yeah, know what i'm saying definitely but you came up with it so this is great party in vegas it's an r&b like throwback party yep and it's like a, it's called sim city yep and it's like huge. It's like fifteen hundred to two thousand, or maybe more, right. that show up for this. Yes. Can you tell us about like how you guys connected and you know how you guys kind of blew up? Yeah. You guys, I remember you guys were already blowing up before the pandemic. Right. Yeah. So like, let me hear more about. This. For sure. So SimCity started back um, a few years before I actually hopped on with mm. them. Probably about a year, year and a half. I originally linked up with uh, DJ K and M and a few other DJs here. Um, they were the ones to originally ask me if I wanted to do a party with Leverage and their promotions. What, what's Leverage now? So Leverage is pretty much a group of fellas that throw SimCity. So and they're, they are, they're, they're pretty young too, right? Right. So we're all around the same age, anywhere between twenty early 20s to late 30s. Wow. Yeah. Maybe not even late 30s, So what, what, did they start with like college parties kind of or like what was it? So there used to be a venue, <clears throat> excuse me, called CMXX. They used to be here in town. They were run by like Tenes, Tuesday Blend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like Hi- a big open space. Hippo Aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout to Tenes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. shout out to them wow. and Tuesday Blend. And if we talk about my DJ career, we can get into that too. Like yeah. they put me on as well. But I was originally living in the Bay Area at the time. So I lived in San Francisco for about a year, a little over a year. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to school out there. Um, but I ended up just taking online classes and that's when I first started dipping into the DJ stuff. And when I was out there, Leverage and another promotions team asked me if I wanted to do their party called After Dark. So Leverage Events essentially has a bunch of different parties underneath mm-hmm. what they're doing now. So Leverage is the brand. And all the parties like SimCity, After Dark come underneath that. 
Mm-hmm. And so I originally did After Dark with them and they liked what I did. And then the next event I did with them was SimCity. And this was at the Hard Rock Live on the Strip. The first time I ever played on the Strip mm-hmm. at all. I was probably a year into actually practicing DJing and, you know, doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they liked it. And I ended up being one of their DJs for almost every SimCity from then to now. Wow. Yeah. Damn. What is it what is it that you think they um they kind of they they loved about your set or just you or your energy or what is it that cuz it it somehow I don't know like you're the perfect face for SimCity. Mm-hmm. When I when I see like the recap videos. Yeah. Cuz it's like super young, for right? Sure. It's like a bunch of like just like all these young 20 or early yeah. 20s. You yeah. know, I don't know is it 18 and over some of the events or no? Some of them are like for instance I have um, my own party as well that Leverage does help me with from time to time. Yeah. That's an 18 plus party. What's it called? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yep. So we do um, like a bunch of pop throwbacks like movie TV anthems type of deal. Movie TV anthems. Yeah. Like what? Like what would you play? Like like all that Hannah Montana, Cheetah Girls, like a wow. bunch of oh, wow. nostalgic energy, like Legally Blonde vibes, Mean Girl vibes, like that. Oh, shit. Like shit. mixed with. Like all those soundtracks. Yes, mixed with today's pop music. Why do, you, why, why do you, why is it that all of this music is like all this nostalgia music is popping right now? SimCity is a throwback party. Yeah. yeah. Nostalgia is the throwback yeah. party. Yeah. Um, after dark, is that just ratchet trap music? And, yeah, and so twerk th- shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Just ratchet BT, house party. BT after dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 would you say a majority of the music that you're dropping is throwbacks on that, or is it mostly new shit? It um, depends. Yeah. Um, I mean, nostalgia itself is themed for specifically throwbacks, yeah. but you know, SimCity intertwines both. So yeah, you got to mm. throw it in a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, of course. Like yeah. No one's sticking to the the script. The script. Yeah, 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 for sure. But but why is it that nostalgia's hitting? Is it the new music? Like everyone's saying, the new music's not as good as it is. I as would. It was. I would agree. You would. To be honest. Wow. With so you. even your generation, you see it. You hear definitely. It. Yeah. Wow. Well, and maybe it's just me and the way I was raised. Like my parents raised me on you know, old R&B, hip hop, that mm-hmm. type of vibe. And that's just kind of what I fell in love with originally when I started liking music. But as far as the nostalgia stuff, like I still listen to that stuff on my playlist every day because it makes me happy and I like it, you know. But I definitely think that the newer music has taken a turn and I'm not sure which direction. At what year you think the music started falling off for Good you question. Kids? Good question. That Jamie. is a great question. <laughs> question. <laughs> what you think? Only never have confidence? <laughs> um, I mean... You think it's around when SimCity probably started or when you started DJing or did you see that prior or after, a little bit after? I think there was a definite void in a year. Yeah. Like there was a last year of good music, but I'm curious to see here when when that year was. I don't know. I feel like maybe when the pandemic hit and a lot of people weren't coming out with, you know, mm. a lot of different newer sounds in, in that way. Because I feel like after that, I was just kind of like, oh, stuck in, you know, mm-hmm. those past years. I didn't really know who was making music throughout that time because everybody was just so fulfilled on like not getting COVID and like being inside. Trying to survive. You know? yeah, yeah, pretty much. But after that, when the club scene started, you know, coming back, party started coming back, it was like we were all still listening to R&B and like listening to those throwbacks. And that's just kind of where we were at. Well, 2020 was a great year for new R&B. Yes. There new was a R&B, lot, yes. There was a lot of good danceable new R&B that was coming out in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And but it, then 2021, 22, just like it went, it went to shit. Yeah, it went really ratchet mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, a lot so I think 2020 was a great year for R. Because maybe all them guys did them songs in 2019, and, and then, then yeah, for, for and sure. then dropped it in 2020. So that's why. But I mean, going into 2020, all the music has been like kind of not as good as it was before. Yeah, yeah but the R and B that came out 2020 was like stellar. Chris Brown, Young Thug. You had the new Usher. You mm-hmm. had a Her. You had like a bunch of yeah. like new mm-hmm. shit that was coming out. Yeah. But I even think years prior to that, there was good R and B. It just, I guess, R and B just killed hip hop that I year. I don't know if there was. There was like a good one or two years where there wasn't really anything. I mean, like mm-hmm. Kehlani was kind of like that new. R&B pop sound that I feel like a lot of people in my Pink age sweats, but don't you think she like kind of it, it It wasn't pop we weren't playing any of her shit in the clubs not in the clubs but now she's popping because there's like a nostalgia there's like you know what I mean a little vibe there's a little it, bit yeah. of a legacy to her now too yeah. so yeah. it's like I feel like it's almost like with clothing brands like kids mm-hmm. like legacy brands they like champion yeah. right. right they yeah. like they like these legacy brands with like a history and a catalog, and then mm-hmm. they just kind of like are like, oh, the shit is dope. Like, we, and it, we like it, yeah, yeah, we, we like, like all that yeah. shit, kind of, yeah. But I for hip hop, I think maybe the last years that were good were like you said you've been saying since 2018. 2018. He's like, this is the yeah. worst year of hip hop. <laughs> no, because twenty nineteen, I was like, this is pretty bad. It was bad because at least twenty eighteen, we had like is, Sweetie. Is that when Drake dropped on? That's nice 18. for what? That's eighteen. Yeah, 18, Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that yeah. was 18. Mm-hmm. But and that yeah. was like the last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that now when I look back at that, I'm like, that wasn't even that bad. Uh, that doesn't compare that to was, like. That was good. You had like City Girls twerk. Yeah. Yeah. You had City Girls. You had Cardi B. You had J. Cole. You had Migos. Migos. The 18 was pretty good for albums too. Mm-hmm. But, but at the time, we were kind of like, yo, this is not the greatest shit. No. We, we kept saying, it's, we felt like it was declining. Yeah. yeah. As the years yeah. And then going, 19, it was bad. 19 yeah. is really bad. <laughs> but this got to be one of the worst years. Oh, if last not year the worse. No, I think no. What this year I think is better than last year. I think these past three years have been the worst. Uh, twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three. So you think twenty three is bad? Yeah, horrible. Well, last year we had peppers, right? Was that last year or twenty twenty one? That was twenty twenty one, man. Well, shit. <laughs> and that's not hip hop. <laughs> yeah, but at least I had some. I had one song <laughs> that could play in any room. No, but you had Bad Bunny last year. Bad Bunny. Yeah, he had he had a good album. But I mean, twenty one was Bad Bunny's year too. Yeah. I mean, 20, 21, and 22 Listen, is... Listen, 22 only survived because everything from 21 carried over to 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of say the same for this year. Like, you can still play some of the lotto shit from last year, a lot of the Drake from the... No, I think, there's, I think this year's... I, I think I agree with Neva. I think this year's better than last Definitely, year. Definitely, man. Yeah. Because yeah. there's some bangers mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. What's, what's been working for you? As far as... New like music. New music. Well, actually old. Let me... Like, what's your biggest three three to five songs right now? That three to five songs. erupt the room. Definite bangers. Run It, Chris Brown. Anytime I play that. Really? The yeah. remix oh, or the oh. <laughs> right? Any, anyone. Is anyone. Jewel Santana in it or <laughs> not? Will you play the Jewel Santana? I love the Jewel Sometimes Santana. I let it run to the Jewel Santana, but yeah. the little... like, There's so many different songs, and I, maybe that's just me because I'm such a nostalgic girly. Like mm-hmm. I literally love... That's a primetime song for you. Well, to be honest, I don't do a lot of primetime sets. Mm. And so I'm more of either opener or closing DJ. Okay, okay. And so I haven't headlined a lot of, you know, big rooms before. What's your favorite? Are, are like opening or closing? I like opening. You do? I do. And it gives me an opportunity to still play bangers, but 
bangers that people forget about, which I think kind of leads me into why I love the nostalgic feeling so much. Yeah, because you get to dig and be like right. a little more creative. Right. And, right. and you can play the songs that are still hits, but you know that the headliner's not going to be playing those because they're going to be playing the newer stuff. Mm. So it gives me an opportunity to kind of showcase myself in a different way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know everyone says, you know, opening, it can be tough sometimes. You're setting the vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you got to have a kind of strategic way especially depending on the events like SimCity and nostalgia and different things like that Mm -hmm. but yeah i haven't really hit some big headlining rooms before i'm hoping so like that's you know it's definitely gonna come yeah Yeah, but so what's the biggest room you've um played in so far i mean she played some big rooms i have played big rooms before like big crowds yeah (laughs) definitely yeah yeah yeah. because SimCity is like what how many people show up for that like it looks like 1500 at least the the area 15 one looked like it was like the dmx uh like dude these that was was probably one of my favorite ones to be honest with you like area 15 i mean i've played you know Dre's main room before. Mm-hmm. I've played at Zook inside before. Yeah, she's um, doing these big rooms. She's yeah. opening big rooms. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. we did a we did a party together. We did cuffing season. Yep, at House of Blues. House of Blues. Yep, together. that was the first time I met Jamie, and yeah. I told him straight up like. Hi, I'm Jazz. You know, like in the back green room, I'm like, I listen to your podcast. He's like, what? I'm no like, way. Just, you're with your mom, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, why? You're listening to us. <laughs> yep, I was with my mom, and do if you you see me, you, you'll see my mom everywhere. Yeah, she's always yeah, with my mom. Yeah, she comes with me everywhere. Do you really listen to this podcast? I listen to this podcast, and this was a year yeah. ago. We were opening up for John B. Yep. And, uh, John P. Wow. Yep. I listened. So before, you know, I started actually diving into the DJing because I'm just now becoming a full time DJ. I was working nine to five at a marketing agency for the past couple oh, of years. Really? Yes. Oh. So I was doing that and doing DJ gigs. But all I could think about was DJing when I'm there. And I would listen to your guys's podcast like in the corner of my screen, like watching mm-hmm. it <laughs> while I'm doing other work, like trying to figure out, you know, and just listen to the things that you guys are putting out there because for a DJ like me, it is hard to find resources in Las Vegas in the nightlife industry because I'm young, you know, like I don't have the opportunity or that many connections right now mm-hmm. to be able to just call up and ask these types of questions. I have a question. I've noticed this about like younger gen DJs, like they don't really kind of band together. Yeah. Cause like, sure. I think when we were coming up, we were just like, it was just so odd to be a DJ mm-hmm. that when we met other DJs, we were just like, yeah, uh, cool. We yeah. Just, well, first of all, we, we instantly kind of showed respect mm-hmm. to a certain degree mm-hmm. because it was like, oh shit, you got into this stage. Right. Mm-hmm. So to get to this stage where we can like actually meet each other, yeah. it's already like, yo, you, I know you, know you you're pay, doing right. Yeah. I know you paid your dues yeah. somehow. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. for sure. So then you kind of connect because you're also like the only like nerdy introverts who would like collect records and like dig mm-hmm. and all this right. shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like we would band together, we would meet up all the time, like mm-hmm. afterwards and everything. Right. But I feel like your generation, you guys don't work together at all. I can see that too, especially in Vegas. I think it's, I don't want to say competition in a sense, of course, you know, but at the same time, it's also like, I don't carry myself with a big ego, even though I have done these big rooms and mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same for some other people. And I think that can make it hard to come together as a community. So I guess you know what I've learned about Vegas. Like no one, everyone wants to be the the one, right? Well, that's no that's, one wants to be part of a movement. When right. did I mean? When did you think this started? That's LA as well. Always, always. LA is the same LA? way. That's it's not the same LA. way. Yes, is nobody. It? No, it's not you, bro. Trust me. There's certain cities where, like, like I just noticed in Vegas, like no one wants to be a part of a movement. They want to be the one. 
It's true. I mean, there is a, like a very big music community and DJ community that is not on the strip that people don't see or are really open to. And like, that's the downtowns, like all of the events and people that are DJing out there, I feel like are, are pretty supportive. And I can name a few of them. Like, Oh no, there's a there's a yeah, yeah there's, a line. there's a bunch of like well, name them. I don't know. Who, I mean, yeah, Pete, who would he support? Yeah, Pete, Andy Wops, Cricket, um, DJ Kelly J. Like, there's a bunch of people. Tim yeah. Jones, like Nick Lopez, like Wisdom, the Wisdom, yeah, all the, like those guys are very band together for sure. But Beast sh- Thang, right? All of yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But those, but the strip DJs are not band together, right? And Shred, right? Shout to Shred. Shred. Shred's been in the game a minute. Yeah. Yeah, those are all like, you know, those are all vets that have been around since we've been around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they've been, they know how to move. Yeah. 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 But I think the new gen, I don't think they band together. I don't don't think they have that camaraderie. I think the problem is. OG-ness to a younger person. I think they're not going out as much. Yeah. Like you, they, like, I don't think, that's what I always, when I speak with the younger gen DJs. They're like, what do I need to do? I have no contacts. No one's helping me. And right. can you what? Like they they're asking me advice for shit, and I'm like, yo, I can't give you like if I gave you the advice for this shit, it would be like fucking five pages. Just be right. like, go listen to the yeah. podcast. Yeah, you right. to, I'm like, <laughs> which is why I do. Well, I don't even do that. I'm just like, <laughs> start from one and end right now. <laughs> I just ask them one question. I'm like, are you going out? Yeah. And they're usually like, no. And I'm like, well, why not? Right. Like that's how it starts. Yeah. yeah. Like. You you can't you got to go out and you got to support whatever DJ that you like. It could be mm-hmm. any DJ. Not even if you like him, just go support a DJ. Just show right. face. Right. Well, I mean, exactly. Number one, you should just be going out and listening to any. Exactly. Even a bad DJ is gonna like, <laughs> exactly. like yeah. show you some shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. I actually, I learn more from bad DJs than good DJs. You know what I'm saying? That like, happened to me this weekend. Yeah, I went to go see it. You know DJ. why? Because bad DJs they they take chances and they play these songs that. Like they're like, oh shit! I didn't. I never thought to play this song, mm-hmm. and it was like this would work. They but give they, you ideas to do it. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they always crush and burn for me to win. <laughs> yeah. And a good DJ's like, oh man, he's he's dope. But like, you know, like I kind of like, you know, you can learn a lot from a great DJ too as well. Yeah. But like, you're, you guys are underestimating bad DJs. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's the most entertaining thing to, <laughs> to, be, with, to be with your boys like at the bar and just like, yo, like just analyze and but I feel like there's not shit on every mix. Not too many bad. De- There's not too many bad DJs out there, though. No, it's not. Yeah. When you find really? one, when you find one, it's <laughs> like a unicorn. Right. When you find one, you're like, ah, yeah. let's stay here for a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, I see what you're saying. You know what? A bad DJ is like a, a, a predictable DJ now. Yeah, it's like oh, a mid-DJ. that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, because like you know, like they're just playing all the same. Everything shit. they know, you get here, any, yeah, you already know you go what to. they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. like and you're kind of like that's even worse. I'd rather hear a bad DJ because at least they're like, whoa, whoa, like. He, no, was, he wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. When, a, when, a, when a bad mix happens, you look at your boy like, yeah. did you catch that too? Like, That's the thing about being a DJ and going now. It's like you can't unhear it You can't it unhear anymore. it, right? Yeah, from that point. We could be having the deepest conversation. If we hear something, we're just like, just we just stop all stop talking. We're oh, like, wait a minute. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Where's he going with this? <laughs> and then the other person would be like, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> the worst one is when I'd be out and then like, I'm, we're drink, we're like eating or something, and then he messes up right before I do take a sip of my drink. I'm like, mm mm. <laughs> yeah, you, you always like stop. You're like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you decided to go, huh? That's the direction. <laughs> oh, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, that's you got to go out. You got to yeah. hear yeah. other DJs. Yeah. I mean, I, I see you out and about all the time. All the right? time. Yeah, I try to. I mean, to be honest, like, I enjoy it. And I also, it's just nice to listen to other DJs, but also to make those connections, you know? Yeah. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, you have to be the one who's shaking those hands and making your own name for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that going out definitely does help me and helps me get to kind of the places that I'm hoping to be. Right. I admire how, like, you're very brave to go up to people, though. Because you came up to me, you were, like, I was by myself, and you're like, yo, I'm this, you know, I'm Jasmine Ranch. Yeah. I was like, wow, like. No, really, like, people come up to people like that. Yeah, for sure. You seem like an outgoing person, or no, you're not? I'm a little bit of both. A little like, bit of a both? A little bit of extrovert, a little bit introvert, you There's know? days it's like, get the fuck away from me. Yes, there's days <laughs> where I, I want to be in my room. Yeah. <laughs> there's days I pop out, and there's days that I'm like, I'm I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to yeah. go out. You seem like a naturally, like, jolly person. I'm so jolly, but it. It's, but then there's got to be a dark side, right? It's come. <laughs> <from. laughs> I'm like, she said she, yeah. she, she was a Libra. I have, I have balance. Balance. good balance, yeah. But you know, I'm a I'm a happy person because I come from a lot of childhood trauma, and mm -hmm. I think that that has sparked you know a lot of the reason why I see things the way that I do, and I have the perspective of the way that I do because. My dad passed away at a really young age. Mm, and, sorry for that. Yeah, and he was one of those people that always would push me to do what I loved. Like, my dad was a Harlem Globetrotter, so I got to see oh, really? him oh, do wow. everything. Where's yeah. your dad from? Um, Southern Texas, like Corpus Christi area. It's like oh, a wow. smaller part of Texas. Um, he was with the Globetrotters almost my whole childhood. He always played basketball, so I always got to see him do all the things that he loved to do. And that kind of sparked me to want to do all the things that I love to do. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so with my mom as well, like my mom had a cardiac arrest when I was like 16 years mm. old. So she luckily is still here today, which is why you'll see her everywhere. Cause I take her everywhere I go. So she can oh. experience life. Like she got a second chance to do it. So if I get to experience cool stuff, like, I'm definitely taking my mom with that me. That's why your mom <laughs> switched. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So. That's why she's so tall, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah basketball. Five, yeah. Are you 5'9 or 5'8? Five, I'm like 5'8, five, 5'7, five, 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 yeah. yeah. My ID says 5'7. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but no, I, it hasn't always been easy for me, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I definitely take that into consideration when I'm exchanging energy with people because I know how it is to be in a dark place. And it took me a long time to get out of that. And music was always that one thing that mm -hmm. helped me kind of, you know, give me that comfort when, when you when you were growing up what were you listening to like what were your parents listening to um usher like old school Army like all the usher. 2000s late 90s yeah well you're black filipino mexican mm -hmm. oh wow yep my wow. dad's black my mom is half filipino half mexican wow mm -hmm. she's got every demographic yeah, yeah. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> she's <like Tupac>. <laughs> <laughs> always two or more races <laughs> when we're checking things off so how do you how do you how were you how were you like raised more or is it a good balance of everything? It was definitely a good balance. I would say more the black Filipino side. Mm. Um, the Hispanic side, definitely, I didn't get too much of just because like my parents don't speak Spanish. My mom doesn't speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It was really her dad. And we didn't have that great of like, not great, but a close relationship um, until I got a little older. And so I was mainly raised on black music hip-hop usher old school r&b like on sundays my dad's blasting that music so like old school r&b like 90s r&b like usher jagged edge um tyrese 
um, Sunshine Anderson. Late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, you know, the music I would hear when I woke up because my parents were always cleaning the house, like blasting music. So I would always hear that stuff automatically. And then that just kind of sparked me to like it. And as far as like the Filipino side, that's more culturally, like my grandma's full Filipino. So she would always cook us Filipino food and we kind of were just always in that realm. But I got a good like mix of a little bit of everything. And my parents have always been like super open to everything. They've never closed me off of any opportunity. Like they're very much supportive in that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you started going out like early on, maybe like maybe in the beginning stages of your DJing. Yeah. Did you notice that there was like an absence of like music that you wanted to hear as like a young patron going into a club or a bar or a party? Like how come they're not playing this music or why they keep playing this shit or da 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 da? To be honest, not really. I kind of was just going to experience every vibe. So you were just enjoying it no matter what. I've always loved music. Yeah. Concerts were always my happy place. Like growing up, I would tell my mom to drop me off at concerts alone. Like I would buy tickets just for me. Like to what? Yeah, what concerts? Um, Chris Brown, Justin Bieber. um, So it's like 2010. 2010s. I saw Chris Brown. That was my first concert ever. Like my parents surprised me at Mandalay Bay House of Blues, which was a big moment for me to <laughs> DJ at that party with you because um, they surprised me. I really wanted to go. It's like on the radio. I heard like Chris Brown's coming. That was my first CD I had. It was like a whole vibe for me. And I, as soon as I went to that concert, I just always asked my parents to take me to even like radio summer jam festivals, like anything that I could go to that had artists that I liked. I was hoping to be there or there for sure. So when you're when you're approaching like music and you're putting together opening sets or closing sets, are you just tapping into your youth or how do you how do you approach like researching the music? Yeah, I tap into my youth a lot. I mean, um, that and I also try to find new music like I look at Spotify playlists a lot because Mm. that definitely helps me and they curate playlists for you based on the music that you do already like uh new music or old but new music to you like is it the like a 90s crate you never heard of and it's a new song for you or the new like I Spice is what you're looking for I'm looking for just good music period because okay. you know when it's a bad song. Even if it's a hit, you know, like, this is kind of trash. Look, yeah. you know, but... As I, wait, wait. <laughs> I don't, don't want to... No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm curious. Like, if you were listening to, like, a 90s crate, right? Yeah. A 90s playlist. Yeah. And you hear, like, maybe there's a few... Is there more likely a lot of songs that you're like, I don't even know what this is? Or I, you've heard most of Or you can, like, recognize most of it? I can recognize most of them. Okay. Even in the samples that, like, the new music has and yeah. comes from like i recognize those samples from those songs but is there like a like a throwback playlist that you're like man some of these old songs are just trash not really it's more no? the new stuff really yeah that's oh, what i was right. asking because a lot of kids now the older stuff is new to them yeah so when they say i found new music yeah. i'm like did you found old music but it's new no i i'm the old music i'm very familiar with to a certain extent I'm not good with timelines, which when you guys were going like, this is 2018, this is 2020, 2019, like that's new to me. And I, I definitely give you guys kudos mm. for knowing. No, you're going to start being like that in five years. None of us were like that in the beginning, right? No. Like when you started DJing or were you always like I was like a little that? bit you're like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I, Never's I, different. Never's yeah, like, definitely. he's an idiot savant with that shit. Yeah. Like he remembers the pro- the producer and the writer of the, like, and then he'll tell you when they the came, year out. It came out. Yeah, they'll be like, "That's summer like that. '87." Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And that's what I wish I had more, like, knew more of. Definitely, I, you're gonna start remembering it as like you move forward. Yeah, and when songs get played out, 
and then they come back, you're going to be like, oh, wait, what year was that? Right. And then you're going to start organizing into it a shit. Bit. Yeah. Because yeah. I was the same as you. To me, it was all energy based. Yeah. Right? For sure. Like, I, if I hear a good song, I'm like, oh, I'll play this. Uh, I'll know the vibe and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to add this or download this or try Do you it go out. dig into like 70s and 80s? I haven't gone Like Michael Jackson? So I love Michael Jackson. I am, I do, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Uh-huh. I had my mom buy me this like pop-up book. When he died, I was devastated. I don't know why. I was just like so hurt that he had passed away. And that's when I started also dipping into that type of. The back catalog. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But anybody else maybe around the era, I'm not too familiar so with. So wait, how do you learn about like 70s and 80s when you hear other DJs play? I hear other DJs play it or my mom will give me like, you should listen to this song and then I'll listen to it and then mm. I'll be like, okay, yeah, I could throw that in there. Or I just kind of know what works and then I use it to my advantage. And if it's a good song and it like gets people moving, then that's probably what I'll do is just play it. So you're most confident, you're most like, what's your bag right now? 2000s R&B? 90s. I'll say like, yeah, 90s, 2000s R&B. 90s, 2000s. Yeah, for sure. But mm. I have been discovering some new music from like, people as far as like missy elliott has a new group called flow and yeah. they're mm-hmm. i'm like obsessed with them they are the perfect mixture of like 90s r&b and today's r&b together with a little pop influence and that's kind of where like a lot of my interest in music resonates from are you listening to k-pop too i'm not listening to k-pop you're not like mm-hmm. new jeans or any mm-hmm. of that no, no. Mm-mm. really yeah because some of it has like really everyone says it's like very r&b pop Base, rem- kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, I think New Jeans is popping because they're specifically tapping into their production and, and songs are tapping into like that so-so deaf bass all-stars era okay. of like My Boo, mm-hmm. okay. the Inaj. Love that. Kind of like double time. Is this like, like R&B. samples or like this is like just production wise? It's just it like 128 BPM, production like wise. super fast, okay. arm, but it's like. But it, it sounds like it came out in the 90s. The yes. Okay, yeah. But like they're tapping into that kind of era okay and it's just it's just resonating now have you guys heard of malia malia yeah yeah she does kind of something similar well she'll use a lot of like 90s samples in her music as well she had a big song in in Mm -hmm. 2020 i think uh with lma yeah yeah yep Mm -hmm. and so i believe that had the oh boy sample from camera if i'm not mistaken but she has another one with there's a couple remixes of that song yeah yeah that are dope yeah Yeah, for sure she has another one with like a montel jordan sample and it just works you Mm -hmm. know with her vibe in today's music and today's sound for the people that do like newer r&b music when you hear like older like djs do you do you see like do you notice um a certain style that they dj and you're just like do you like the style or do you like are you kind of like oh this sounds like some old kind of style of dj i'm just open to everything you're open like i like you're just trying to absorb yes like there's no judgment Mm -mm. or opinion on anything no all right so in your opinion what's a bad dj Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) is it selection or technical (laughs) um i mean it could be a little bit of both you're speaking for the youth right now i am you gotta hear you're the princess of las vegas i am i would say (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny it but at the same time (laughs) (laughs) and if we could go to like i'll explain the princess thing you know later as well kind of like where it stems from but i would say transitioning you know someone told me a while ago and this is kind of what i have learned as well is like if you have bad transitions everyone's gonna notice if you're clashing a song together and it's not blended well 
um, technically, I would say like that would probably be one of the biggest things to look out for and just really try to practice and hone in on, especially when you get to these bigger rooms, because the sound system, it's not like your bedroom sound system. <laughs> it's going to be a lot more clearer. A lot of people are going to hear when you're not making, you know, those transitions in that clearer way. So you think the technical shit is more important than the selection? The selection matters too, though. You got to know who you're playing for. I think technical, I could get, a, I could, I could live with some bad like transitions. Yeah. But if the selection is bad, it's bad. It's out of there. I, I don't want to fuck with it. Yeah, I'm that makes the opposite sense. Of that. I think the technique, the transition should. Your selection is needed, but the transition definitely is more important for me because if it sounds like a, a running horse and then <laughs> mixing songs and it kind of like kills the groove, like. A good blend, you could get away with keeping the room somewhat alive. Yeah, but the selection does matter. Like, it selection. definitely matters. Yeah. What about you, Nev? I think selection is more important. Than a transition. Nowadays, more important than a transition. Yeah. Well, overall. Because you could just slam it in and just quick mix it. Pause. People yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, it's as, as long as the song is good, the, the energy will keep going. Right. Yeah, I don't know. You're, you're more on technical? A slightly more. Probably 60-40 for me. Okay, 60, I can see I could get too. away. You, you, if you play five songs and three of them are bad, I'm going to like two of them. See, the thing is, like, I I've, I've, I listen to DJs that are really technical and they do wordplay transitions. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, that's tech, that's, <laughs> that's no, like saying, very more, technical. More, yeah. more, more mixing. Blending. blending I, I don't hands. like when I hear a DJ and they're just doing wordplay mix after wordplay mix. tone play. Right. Wordplay, tone play. Yeah, and right. I, I, I don't like that. To I'm, me, I'm it's like the there's nothing musical. There's no soul in that shit. It's just like. You got to have a story, I think, too. Yeah. In a way, you know, like I think about that as well when I do a lot of R&B parties. It's like, what's the story I'm telling through the mixes and even mm. my own personal mixes that I upload, it's like they start slow and then they gradually get to the point of the story. Like you're starting out with a uh, breakup song. Next song might be like one of those girl power songs. Like you don't need him. And then the next song will kind of lead into like, you want to tell a story when you're DJing. I've never heard of that before. That's, That's, dope. Dope. That's dope. Really? Yeah. You're putting that much thought, really? Sometimes. Yeah. In my mixes, definitely. For sure. That's interesting. Yeah. Definitely. I've never heard. Yeah. Is it effective? It works. I it mean, works? if people like it. I want to I see this now. Yeah, the people right. like I'm gonna it. I'm going to be listening to the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, I, I try. <laughs> it's like an album. When you listen to an album, you know, when you listen to it for the first time, you're going to listen to it in order. I've never heard someone DJ in, 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 uh, in story a story form. In a story yeah, form man. of like, hey, we met. And then like it, everything's we, great. You break yeah. up. Yeah. We yeah. break you, up. You see someone else. <laughs> you see someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just like the feminine side. I've of done me, like you sets know? like that, like three song sets that I'm like, boop, 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 boop. This kid goes after this. Like, yeah. This. Really? But not a whole whole hour, story. Man. Yeah. But I mean, it just, yeah, sometimes if I'm feeling it or it dip just depends how I feel. Like if I'm feeling a little sad or like want to get in my sad Fears. girl era, yeah, mm -hmm. then I'm going to make some stuff that makes sense. All right. Wait, let's go back to the. Um, Let's go back to the, the songs of the summer. Okay. Okay. Because I'm, I'm curious. what. So you said Run It was one of them, right? For me, personally. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a big Chris Brown fan, so I'm going to play some Chris Brown. You know, I don't I don't run that. I don't I run that song. I haven't played that in a minute. Yeah. You don't run But it. you know what? Every time... <laughs> I don't run it. <laughs> but every time I'm in a room and someone plays it, that shit it explodes. Works. Yes. Yeah. Especially so, that... Yeah. yeah. When the first note hits. You don't even need an intro. Just no. hit it from the top. Check, check check it out. No, as soon as it goes into that. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. 
All right, what's the second? Are these songs that I'm playing, or these are just songs that I'm hearing? I want to hear you, or right. even what exposed were you trying? Your top songs. Um, your top songs are interesting, and then what you're hearing and what you like maybe sec afterwards. So like, know? yeah, run it. I know will always work. Um, international players anthem. I play. Yeah, and it drops uh-huh. the time that always works. Any Migos from like recent Migos, I feel like works. Like See About It. A lot of people will play Hotel Lobby before they'll play See About It. Mm-hmm. But See About It is a great song to like get your ratchet energy <laughs> going. Really? Um, anytime I play that, it usually gets people going as well. Like newer Migos in the last yeah, five years. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been seeing a lot of the older Migos working. Yeah, always, yeah, oh, yeah, always man. crazy. Yeah. Culture, yeah, yeah, that culture album is for me personally. Like that's a a great album for me. I feel like Migos was getting played out though towards like 2018, 19. Yeah. Like you didn't really want to play any of their the shit. The Stir Fry. Yeah, yeah. Even Bad and Bougie. You yeah. didn't want to, yeah. you didn't want to, but all but of a Bad sudden. Bad and Bougie had a fucking run. Yeah. It was a sure. run, but like when you heard it, I think you got so sick of hearing yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was, well, was tired of the shit. Yeah. And then it just fucking came back in the last few years, a couple of years, I think. Yeah. After the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Especially with all the shit that's been happening with them. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, all right. So then, all right. So, um, so Migos. Yeah, Migos. Any, a lot of the female rappers lately. I mean, they're I, killing it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, like I said, I don't headline a lot, so I don't get the opportunity to play like the Tomorrow and all of the new lotto and different things like that like put it on the floor yeah exactly and so i don't know yeah there's a lot of a lot of good music i feel like out right now but there's also a lot of music that's not good that's out right now <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait wait what's not good to you um this is kind of a controversial question right now i don't well, want like, to get well, canceled no. well like pound town <laughs> yeah like i don't think that song's good yeah that's but okay. but everyone what about ski it's not a good song no it's not a good song, but it works. But tell me why it's not, why you don't like it. I don't like it because I don't like the message across from it. <laughs> She's big on stories. Yeah, from what well, we're I'm big on stories, but I'm also just big on like, does this, what's the purpose of the song? You know? Like, where does that song fit in this yeah, right. story? In my story, dog, where does this one fit? Um, They're like, yeah, like <laughs> we, just, we just broke up in pound town now. Right. <laughs> the, the I am Miami. <laughs> I went back yeah. to the press. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I broke up and now nah, Miami. Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised they play, that, they play that song on the radio. I mean, they must bleep like everything else. Yeah, Almost exactly. Yeah. That'd be yeah. so, you know what? I would be so interested to hear the radio version, but if they did it like back in the days, remember when they used to like change the, the lyrics? Yeah. Reverse the lyrics. Yeah. I think that would have been more creative. <laughs> That would have been more interesting. Yeah, nah, I, they just they just beep it out. Yeah, yeah. I would. I think that would have been really interesting if they if to they had to the like, clean version. To clean, yeah, uh, you yeah. had to change the lyrics yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think that would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So all right. So you're not a sexy red fan. I'm not a sexy red fan. No. But, but I like like is if it's on, I'm a dance to it. And if it's on and I'm out, then I'm like okay, you know, everyone's vibing to it, might as well. But is it a song that I feel like has a purpose to it? Yeah. It might just be like one of those fun songs that. She had a good time making, and now it's a hit. You know, mm, interesting. Yeah, interesting. What about you guys? What's what's your what's your songs of the summer right now? Um, the Lotto, the Cardi B, of yeah. course. Put it on the floor. Put it on the floor. That's one. Um, Pound Town. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You running and it, that? I am. It was, and it's working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, any Ice Spice or her like newer shit like really? Barbie? Yeah. The Barbie song for sure. Mm-hmm. I haven't been playing the Barbie song. 
I've been playing that. Yeah? Yeah. I just play the original Barbie, the Aqua. That one's really uh, cool. That one's good, that's too. That's a good, yeah. Like, I, yeah. At Nostalgia, uh, that's the music. Like, I will play that song. But I'm running a lot of, like, that 90s trance, like, all that Euro dance shit from the 90s. All of yeah. that. From, uh-huh. Like, we, me and Jamie were talking Cascada. Yeah. Every um, time we touch. Yeah. <laughs> all of that shit. Like, yeah. But I think also, like, as far as songs of the summer, like, there's a lot of remixes and, like, mashups and flips that a lot of people are also using right now. Like, too. what's your favorite right now? Um, Is it the Pound Town over Fronting? That's, that's Jamie's favorite. That's, that's a good no, one. That's not my favorite. That's my girlfriend's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't she know if that. I have a favorite remix, but I'm digging the remixes right now. And, like, the songs that are of today with mm-hmm. the instrumentals from something a little older. I can't lie. A lot of the remixes do come from TikTok, and that's why I'm, like, looking for shit because they... They're really fucking good over there. But the quality of them, some are really yeah. horrific. But some I'm, record uh, pools have remixes on them. Yeah. There's a lot of DJs just killing it with the remixes. Oh, no. Like yeah. Past yeah. But it's two, the, I think it has I mean, yeah. to do with the TikTok shit because they put the remixes on TikTok and they blow up like that. But then you kind of have a hard time finding these fucking remixes right. out mm-hmm. of good quality and finding like the originator of who did them because right. I'm still trying to find that uh, Smooth Operator Sade house remix that's all over TikTok. I don't know who the fuck made that. Or who's the creator of that? But it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You're hearing it? It's everywhere on TikTok, but it has like, some videos have over a million views with it, but it has, I don't know who did it. Who the original It's like that Miguel song, right? That's just, that just hit. It just came back? Yeah. But even like like, uh, that Lady Gaga Bloody Mary song, Uh like I heard that's going to be like possibly... uh, uh, nominated in a Grammy, even yeah, though it's I'm, an I old song. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. They were gonna like bring it back for a yeah. Grammy nomination. But the the remix of what of that song was what got it popping again. But who did that remix? Who the fuck knows? Right. But even like you know, eccentric. He made that Beyonce remix, and yeah, it like changed yeah. his life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's been making. He's, he's been, been making. He's been for a, a while. long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's been killing it. Yeah. Him, and I I love everything that uh, Trey's has been doing with the Trey's with the FaceTime it, yeah. the FaceTime this is up tempo joints uh-huh. like that Keisha Cole love remix mm-hmm. yeah that shit is amazing and he actually made an up tempo version of the eccentric remix of Beyonce yeah mm-hmm. joint awesome. that I thought was that I play I still run that shit yeah yeah mm-hmm. all that shit's been killing it mm-hmm. right? yeah well this what other tracks are hitting for y'all. Oh, J. Cole, no role models. That's, yeah, that's that's been that's coming back. Hitting for it's a whole. It's almost ten years, and that song has been fucking hitting for me. A it's lot. crazy. Like a lot of disco's been coming back too. Like mm-hmm. Abba's been popping for Abba, like a yeah, few years man. right now. Definitely. Uh, but I feel like Abba's fully taken over. Like it was popping on the East Coast for the past couple summers. Mm-hmm. Now it's like it's all over the, hit West, the West Coast. Coast. Yeah. That's that's all I get is Abba. Right? A lot of Mariah Carey for me. I don't know if you guys. But I spend Mariah Carey too. Like it's like that. That's just been a big record for me. It's been a lot of older music more so for me than the newer music. That's been kind of coming around. I mean the neo stuff with Pitbull, "Give Me Everything Tonight." Yo, all that Rihanna, all that Rihanna up tempo shit. That like SNM, SNM, yeah, SNM. Yeah. Yeah. What was that other song? I was Where have you been? Song? Where have you been? Like that wasn't even a big song when it came out. I know. Yeah, it was kind of big, but we weren't playing in the clubs like that. Mm-hmm. But now, like we're playing all of that. Yeah. Like please, please, don't, please don't stop the music. Yeah, yeah. even like "Shut Up and Drive." Like, yeah, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, like that's not like we that we wouldn't play that in the clubs nah, at the time. Not when it came like, out. Yeah. At the time, yeah, and now it's been like Sean Kingston's kind of hitting a yeah, little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and to be honest, like that's a lot of the music that I spin, especially at like All some that. of these R and B parties. It's like we like that. It's just that the new pit bull jump around. That's a good one too. Oh yeah, we're I'm, I'm not playing that. Really? I'm not playing that. That works. Yeah. 
That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I'd just rather play jump around. Yeah, just play the old one. Play both. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not uh-huh. mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm not playing that. Well, what's some <laughs> other new music that you guys are playing? Any new music? It really selective. The Ice Spice Deli, it's a hit or miss for me. You said you, would, you never, yeah. you said you were playing uh, Act Bad. I was saying that. Oh, that's working. That's working? Yeah. Like early tempo. type. Yeah. That's Diddy, right? Like warm yeah. up yeah. shit? Yeah. Like but it's a, it can, you could play like right before you go prom time, but it's definitely a good. But there's a, the, yo, good there's, early a song. there's a bunch of early songs that are coming out, and I wish they would like blow up and get a little bit bigger, like that yeah. flow song. Like, yeah, is it, like, girl. Is that is that is that frustrating right now when you hear this kind of music and you're just like, this is never gonna blow up. It's a little frustrating, but it's also like, can I play this? You know, like when you're at diff- certain places, you're like, am I able to play this music because it's not as big and people don't know it. And if they don't know it and nobody's dancing and you're just like, oh, play this. Shouldn't have played this. <laughs> get out, get out, get yeah. out. But see, like when I, you're one of the few DJs, like you're like, you have like really great so- showmanship. So like you're like really performative. Yeah. You're performing the right. song. Yeah. So if you see a song's not working, like do you kind of overperform it? Do you try to sell it more? To a be little honest, bit? it's crazy because I'm not even trying to sell it. Like that's just my personality. That's just what dancing. you do? Yeah. Like I dance in my bedroom like that. Like I'll... The same way I'm dancing when I'm DJing is the same way I am when I'm at home not DJing, just listening to music. You know, I know DJs who are practicing that in the mirror. No way. Really? Yeah. No fucking way. I've, I've, I've heard shit. Because <laughs> no, 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 you know no. Me, you know me. I'm very, I'm like very yeah. animated. But if people are, like, damn. No, I know DJs who like are trying to practice. Practice in the mirror. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. singing no. the shit. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I just always like, like they dance. practice the dances and they like they're practicing the Their shit. Their moments. Fist like, I mean, bumping? Like, the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> I'm better with my right than my left. <laughs> the moves and shit. No way. That's crazy. Yeah, tell me off here. Who? Because Jesus Christ. No, but I feel like when, like let's say if Jaslyn was up there like DJing mm-hmm. and if she's loving the song yeah. and if the song's not, if people aren't reacting, I feel she could sell it, and I'd be like, "Oh, like she's feeling it's it." So you know what? Now that, now that you mentioned it, I'm thinking of DJ recap videos, and a lot of that looks performative. It does look performative. Like, no, but you could tell some of these dudes—they they look uncomfortable when they do <laughs> they it. Do it yeah. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> no, my bro. Nah, bro. But that's but that's what's really good about the younger generation. They know how to turn it on when the camera's on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, Not, wait, wait, wait. Not even younger generation. Just a generation because I seen older millennials cats do too. It. Millennials are good at that. I just think anybody that's doing it for performative is. Really good at once the can when when they see that flash, it's like everyone's on showtime, yeah, yeah, showtime, yeah. and it's Camera's like out. and if it's like if you're not on, get out of the camera, <laughs> yeah. right? right? <laughs> I hate that shit so. Much. So everyone needs to be like, oh shit, like wait, who, what's my character on this show? Yeah, like, right. okay, this is my character. Right. I get wild out. I, I don't know, know how to act when they put a camera on me. I'm like. I know. Me and Never from the same gen, so we kind of do the same thing where we're just kind of like. We try to hide from the shit, like put yeah. the drink. I, know. Like, I try to put the drink. <laughs> like, right so. camera, like. <laughs> yeah. It's nah. true though. It is true. Yeah, Yo, like they, I hate you that. guys know how to just turn it on. You gotta be ready also. And I think it plays a part with like, you know, your content and your social mm-hmm. media side of things. That's why our shit's a little bit sucks. different. <laughs> like when you know someone's filming you, yeah. you're gonna turn it on a little bit more or you just stay the same. 
I'll turn it on a little bit more, yeah. you know, I'll smile a little bit more. Cause sometimes I'm just like locked in. I'm not even thinking about it. You have, like, you have Serato face. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, that's one of my things that I'm working on for sure. That's my, that's the dudes I know that are practicing the not to have Serato <laughs> face. <Yeah>. But <laughs> a lot of the, the time I really am just like having fun, you know? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I've seen that. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we did the the John B, like yeah. she was up there and like she out she went right before me and I'm like, how the fuck do I follow this? <laughs> no way. I'm like, they had a girl before, uh, two girls before me, which is I forgot who was the other girl, and then yourself, and then me, and then another girl, or me, John B, and then another girl. I'm like, was I'm, he jumping up? Like, yeah. No, me, no, fuck. Like, what do you want me? <laughs> Fall over and just roll into the crowd? No, we're not doing that. But if you, if you really want to turn it up, you take off your shirt and you <laughs> move it around a few times. <laughs> no, but I was just like, that would be perfect. <laughs> North like, Carolina. <laughs> no, but I was just like, how do I follow this up? Like, she was like on the microphone and, and I'm like, okay, here comes this chubby Mexican and. Here you go. <laughs> like I don't know what to you do. You made it work. Yeah, I'm pretty jolly. Yeah. yeah, but it's I'm following up two girls, and then it's me, and then it's John B, and then it's another girl. I'm like, I, nah, you're fine. You're fine. You'll be, you'll be, you're right. you'll yeah, yeah, you're okay. Yeah. But even that, <laughs> never said you'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, like, you're kind of like, oh, okay. It's because I don't know. It's more insecurity in my end. I think when motherfuckers film me, I'm just like, I always have this reaction. Like, I give them a look. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Right, right, right. Why is it? Why right is now? this on? I'll be trying to duck. Yeah. <laughs> Focus in. I'll be scratch, scratch I'll be with the camera. And like, that's the one thing I have to try to hide. Like, yo, like, I have to just, when when they see the flash, I have to not react like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Do you not like being filmed? I just don't. It, I've come from a different era where I don't want to be seen. Okay. And like, yeah. I don't, like, we were just, we would just DJ. Yeah. Just play the music. Control right. the room. Yeah. Right. Look at the crowd. We don't need more. But now it's it. like people are looking at me. Yeah. Sometimes in these big rooms. Which is hard sometimes. Yeah. So I just have to, you know, I'm trying to do my best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know? get that way too, though. As yeah. performative as I am, there are still times where, you know, I'll wear sunglasses a lot of time when I'm DJing because I do get some anxiety sometimes making eye contact with the people. The sunglasses help? Yeah, for sure. But can you see and shit? Yeah. No? It just depends if, you know, a lot of the bigger rooms do have a lot more lights too. So like that is like, it kind of helps. I'm going to start wearing glasses. Sunglasses. Yeah. It, and it's nice because people are looking dead at you and you look at someone and you're DJing you're like they're just standing there you're like are you, are you not feeling are you feeling this are you not feeling this I don't want to make eye contact with you right now it's kind of awkward so when people see you DJing with glasses do you think they're thinking oh she thinks she's cool like, who is she puff daddy right <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. you know she's feeling, she feeling herself yeah <laughs> she's feeling herself probably but like it's more for you than yeah it's mm -hmm. not for any type of like particular look or status like it's the same thing with her her wears sunglasses everywhere she goes but but that was kind of her thing that was her yeah that was her vibe for me i do it because i don't like making eye contact sometimes and it is a little awkward for me and i'm a, a lady so you don't know why people are looking at you and also some people in the crowd are giving you some weird looks that you don't want to you know what do you mean embrace <laughs> or entertain there's some thirsty motherfuckers exactly I know, yeah. yeah i don't want to hey, say what kind of looks are they just giving? looking at her like oh, but you, licking their lips wait i don't want to make <laughs> eye contact um, with you when no way are you serious no for real yeah it's, it's definitely a thing never look at me like <laughs> know, licking their lips like <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but it, it's, like, it doesn't happen like, every I'm time. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten in a week. <laughs> it doesn't happen every time. And it's so good. Yeah. But there's, steak sandwich. There's been times. <laughs> like a, yeah. Do you, that, I was going to ask, have you dealt with people like trying to stalk you at your gigs? For sure. Oh, yeah. So crazy. And not even on like a like a. I thought I was on. the only one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought you, you, you were just you? you. No, for real. Like, are we same same? Right. Like <laughs> Hashtag same. <laughs> Hashtag same same. <laughs> but no, sometimes it happens, you know. But I I am never the one to make someone feel bad for doing that. Like I accept it. I'm grateful that I have the opportunity that people do follow me on my platform, and when they see me, they're eager to talk to me or want to you know say hi or take a picture or something like do you that. get a lot of strangers dming you um sometimes yeah, yeah. Uh, even like after gigs like people will find my instagram and just show love or mm-hmm. let me know you know like i had a lot of fun and i always respond like i'm not too good because of the things that i have done in such a short amount of time like i'm always always going to be humble enough to be open to talking to somebody even strangers but do you feel you're in a rare position where you're kind of gaining followers and you and um you have this likability right that uh maybe most or some djs don't have yeah and you're kind of building a following maybe even earlier than you would expect before maybe you're ready yeah for it does that make sense a Um, little bit yeah yeah it's kind of like um you don't get the chance to kind of be anonymous and like right. work on your craft. Yes, like I can re- you, relate. You understand to that. what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. It's a kind of like you're building a following, and they kind of like are. I don't know. I don't. I don't know where you are right now. Yeah. Like with with your at your DJ career specifically, yeah. but it's almost like they're watching the process. They're yeah. watching the development. Yeah. So they're expecting sure. not and to it, fuck up. And is that worse or is that you know? Do you wish you kind of had? like less followers and you had a little bit more freedom to just kind of make mistakes and fuck up and, and do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think also it can put a lot of pressure on you, you know, because people are watching and they do see all of the big rooms that, you know, I have mentioned before and it's like, I'm here, but also I'm still learning. I, to be honest with you, like I told you guys, I'm 25. Yeah. I've only been in the club since I'm 21. <laughs> so like. 20 before you. Yeah, exactly. And two of them were pandemic. <laughs> exactly. So I'm playing catch up in a way while I'm still trying to progress forward, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it definitely does add a, a little bit of added pressure. But at the same time, it's nice for the people that are trying to do the same thing that I'm doing. And they're seeing that. You know, there are times where it does get hard. And I'm always big on expressing how I feel. Like, that's why all my Instagram captions are, like, paragraphs long. Because yeah. I just am an expressive person. And I want people to be able to relate to me in a way of, like, things aren't always good. Do I have mental breakdowns? Yes, I do. Am I trying to fulfill my dreams? Yes, I am. Am I still trying to put a smile on my face while it's happening? Yeah, but I'm a real person, too. And I'm still growing into a woman, you know. What's your, what's your biggest, uh, what's like kind of, what, what triggers you to have like a breakdown kind of right now? Is it mostly career or per- personal shit? Um, it's definitely more career based. I think now that I've reached a certain point where I have checked off some of the things on my goal list, it's kind of that question of like, what's next? How can I elevate myself mm-hmm. a little bit more? And I'm not sure, you know, like I'm trying to figure that out right now. And that's just kind of where I'm at as a DJ, like, although I have done a lot of great things that I'm so happy that I got to accomplish, it's just kind of like, am I going to start producing next? Am Mm -hmm. I going to start being on more podcasts and showing my face and talking rather than just DJing more? 
I think finding that next platform when everything on social media is going so fast, you're trying to just kind of figure out like yourself mm-hmm. while you're trying to figure out your career as well. It's funny. I have like a, a couple of friends who have businesses and every year they feel like the business has to expand yeah. to some degree. Yeah. And I always tell them that consistency is also a good thing. Yeah. And then just like, you know, being consistent and like slowly developing and having a, sl- a slow incline is better than having a fast incline. For sure. I don't think you have to do anything like there is no next stage. Yeah. I think you should just see like where you are personally in your career. Yeah. And just see like, like I'm so much better at controlling a crowd now than I was last year. Before. It's not something you can like showcase on social media. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And but be- you know, I but it's hard, right? Because you kind of want to keep... <clears throat> your momentum going I, sure. I think like for example like we talk about the podcast yeah it's like we're like yo we want jazzy jeff we want all the big names right but it's like if we had all the big names in the first two years yeah where yeah. would we go from right. there yeah for and, sure. and then also <laughs> that's like we're dependent on these moments right when in actuality we should just be like all about the conversation and the people and the stories right mm-hmm. and if you focus on that those things it's like you know we've been consistent for i don't know how long like six years now. What do yeah, you mean? how crazy. long? This yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in the beginning, yeah, you yeah. guys have over two hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah, we're almost at three. Yeah, <laughs> and then like we're just starting to get some like bigger names now. Yeah. So it's just like, and I, I yeah. think that's like a blessing in, um, in disguise, but also like it's hard for me because I have progressed so fast right. that people do have bigger expectations for me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I'm still trying to figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. especially as I'm growing into. Um, these groups on the strip because the nightlife is definitely a place that I'm trying to get to at some point in my DJ career and it means much more than just being able to say like I headline these clubs like I'm born and raised in Las Vegas I see these billboards my entire life and so it's a big goal of mine to be one of those people on there not Mm -hmm. only just because I'm from here but because there aren't a lot of black women also that are headlining on the strip Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important and I feel like if there's one person who's going to do it I would hope that I have the drive and like I'm not going to fold until I get to that point you know yeah so like it's funny when we and Neville were coming up the our main thing was to get our name and our our faces on a billboard and nothing's nothing's changed right I know (laughs) (laughs) like we've had our names and our faces on a billboard now yeah yeah but I I never knew I never thought that your generation would still want that shit the same I know yeah I I remember when I got my first billboard I sat in front of that thing because it was changing a billboard what billboard you got (laughs) we got daylight last year oh yeah your face on the the, the electronic billboard electronic billboard so I sat there for 20 minutes till it switched <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, this." Shit we really all did happen. that. We all did that. Yes, I'm saying, but I was just like, "Wow." But where are you? Did you post that a picture of that? No, I didn't post it. Why was, not? That was more for me. What than were anything. you alone at night? Yeah. <laughs> Cause taking it in. Technicolor text me is like, "Yo, you on a billboard?" By the way, it was like, super "How long like, did you wait for that?" Twenty minutes. Because it was switching, and I was just sitting there for twenty minutes, and and I was like, "Wow, this shit's really up there." Yeah. Like my face, it was only for twenty seconds, but I was like. Wow, that was a moment. Some yeah. shit I've been chasing for forever. You know, the only time I ever did that, when I had my um my name on, um I was DJing at One Oak. Yeah. You know, they used to have like the the billboard at night on- um, The marquee? The marquee, yeah. like across a, a Cosmopolitan. Yeah. And that they changed. I remember I waited like a half hour to see DJ yeah. Never. But I took a picture though. Yeah. <laughs> I, just didn't, I was just like, I'm a, like I, I just didn't find like to post it for everybody to be like, oh, you did it. Yeah. It's more so for me because I'm like, it's it's crazy yeah. when people will go to Mandalay yeah. Bay 
and then they see my name. It says Daylight, and it says, you know, the, the, the calendar shit. And people sent, have sent me my name, or they see it wherever Daylight is promoting. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, that's way cooler than me posting it when people post it for me because it's more – I guess it's not self-serving on, on my end. So when I saw it, I was just like, oh, shit, that's – that was one for me. Yeah. That was not you know, for anybody else. You know what, you saw, I, I remember when Cricket first got his billboard, because you got one before mine, and I was like proud of you. You had the cartoon. <laughs> Which one was Korean this? Blow. What, 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 what spot was this for? When it was a scam billboard. It was a scam billboard. Yeah. And you had like the new logo, you had your logo. I remember your- Oh, yeah. I remember- And you used the cartoon instead of your face. Yeah. You had that on Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard, too. Your yeah, name, but it wasn't a digital billboard. It was like a no, no, it was, a, it was, a real, it was by, yeah. the, by the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was That's one dope. like that in Hollywood Boulevard. I guess Scam had gotten that billboard forever, right? When and he kept switching it every month, mm-hmm. and then you were you were on that. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. I I think I had a, a few billboards, um, but it's just like now I don't want to see my name anywhere. I don't like people are like, <laughs> yeah, I saw your shit. I'm like, ugh. But yeah, that's that. Like, I mean, it's why, like why, why? I just why? felt like I like just like just don't I remember when I first got mine. People was calling me. I haven't heard from in years. Yeah. Yo, I see your face <laughs> in the billboard going to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's the people hitting me up that I'm just like, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, okay. I don't want you to see my billboard. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's I don't know. That's a still a big moment, and it may, it may be cheesy to some people and shit, but it just it's something big for when you work so hard to get to that point. Yeah, it's definitely something. It, it's it's weird for me because like i don't know what your aspirations are for djing yeah my only aspirations for djing was to make a living right doing something i love which is djing yeah mm-hmm. so i'd never in my wildest dreams would want to say like i want to be diplo right because diplo didn't exist yeah i was like there's no diplo, there was, yeah, exactly <laughs> so like there was no like there was literally no big dj i was like i don't want to be tiesto i don't want to be none of these yeah. motherfuckers right. you just want to be you i just wanted to make if i could make a living doing what i love that's yeah. cool that's so when i see at the time when i was when i wanted a billboard and i wanted my name yeah it was just literally ways to make more money Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So it's just like, all right, if my name's up there, I'll make more money. Yeah. I could raise my rates. I could do all of that shit. For but sure. it was never like, I don't want no fucking fame. I don't, even to this day, like, I don't want, just give me the money. Yeah. How do I raise my rates, but keep a lower profile? <laughs> right. That's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's what I, I want. Mm-hmm. That, that, that would be a dream for me. You want to be yeah. Eli Escobar. <laughs> well, he, he posts a lot, man. His name yeah. is blowing up everywhere. It's everywhere, man. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like one of those things where he he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. For, I mean, I'm trying life. to think of a DJ that like never posts, but they're like working so much and they're steady. And that's the one I was You know what? I, I'm, I'm trying to think of. I can't think of it. Because whoever that is, I'm going to follow right. that. Right. <laughs> I, I, well, be, only because Momo posts a lot more, but Momo was like that for a long time for me. Like he has a dream. No, no, he, no, no. No, I think Ellie and Momo for me have found no, no, no. that oasis where you can no, exist. The, those guys put a lot of time That's, in their no, marketing. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, okay. Yeah, you don't know. Like behind the scenes, there are like, you know, when I talk with Momo, He's organizing the stories. He's like writing, taking notes, which is the chronological order. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no. These guys are working very hard for their marketing, mm-hmm. like really hard. But it, like, it but it seems so easy and effortless. But that's right. why that, that's when something's good when it seems effortless. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like those guys don't look like Ellie Escobar to me. Is still no, he's working hard. He's getting his. He's getting the recap videos. 
Like, uh, by the way, I'm not downplaying how hard they. No, work. no, 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 no. I'm but not downplaying no, that. What I'm you're saying is how easy. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no. I, I'm seeing the behind the scenes. These guys are working very hard. They're spending like three hours. When you think you're just posting their stories and they're posting like slides, they're working two to three hours organizing all the content right. and showcasing the content to be like, all right, like I'm gonna start with this video because like that's gonna catch your attention. Everyone's right. wilding out. Now we're going to bring it back to the second video, which is going to be like kind of dope music. Yeah. And then, oh, I need some like a videos with like girls whiling out. And then let me get a, our performer like Janelle Monet was there. Let's do a Janelle Monet video. Yeah. They're literally. Like they strat- strategize. Yeah. They're strategizing their IG stories like almost a mixtape. Mm. So like what videos you're seeing is like, yo, this is going to hit you first and make you want to see more videos. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. You never want to post IG stories that are like, well, that's the same video, same video, same video. Right. People disengage. Then you want the second one to like kind of amp it up a little bit. As soon as you amp it up, you bring it down to be like, well, we're also playing obscure music as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you go to like a swag surfing where it's going crazy. So you're like balancing it out and everyone's like, oh shit, they're playing like everything. Right. They just played Cameo. They just played... Uh, you know, a re- he did a mashup of Cuff It, yeah. but that's all strategic. He's like literally synchronizing everything so that your your vis- the visuals and the music is like kind of making you be like, yo, this is like a dope party. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But they're putting a lot of effort. I don't want to spend three hours. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate it when people tag. Well, I don't fucking hate it, but I, I you know, I, I just don't like when people tag me and I have to go through these videos of like seeing myself DJ. Yeah. It's a I'm little just, cringy. I'm just like, oh my God, is that what I, is that, I is that what I look like? Is that what I did? Is that what I sound like? I, I like that you don't like it when people do it for you, but you do a great job for others. Oh yeah. That's the craziest part for me. Oh man. I wish I could make a living just doing, making a film yeah, content for yeah, DJs. Content. Yeah. He's like, yo, Crooked's the best like uh, DJ content creator. I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I, I love that Charge shit. People That's to do dope, it. Well, the, the thing is like, when you're like, all right, here, let's, let's go through this. How to create content for a DJ. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that because I suck at that. You gotta I love do, that. You got to do a couple of things when you're creating content for a DJ. You got to know when they're leading up to a big song and you want to get the transition before right. that big song hits so you get the crowd reaction. Yeah. And then, you know, right. and then you kind of want to like get some of it and see how it goes through the first verse. Yeah. And if it starts dying off, then you, you cut it. Right. Don't use it. But when you're filming, you have to like in your peripheral see where in the crowd sections they're wilding out the most and move the camera over to those to sections because people like film motherfuckers and then they just film like maybe like a dead area. Yeah. You right. want to like move. And it looks like, bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you want to like keep moving the camera, but like seeing like, oh, they're wilding out over here. Oh shit. This shorty over here is wilding out. Right. And you want to kind of keep moving it. Yeah. And then also the best way to make things look more popping is to just zoom. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you zoom into the crowd into the pockets, it yeah. looks like it's popping more. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna send this part to my girlfriend for she. Can no, no, <laughs> it's true though. And then you always want to kind of go back to the DJ. Like if the crowd kind of dies, you go back to the DJ and you look for more pockets, and yeah. then you go to another yeah. pocket. Yeah. Because my girl just record me. I'm like record the crowd. Right. <laughs> well, you need you need a good balance. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? No, yeah. but she's like, oh, my boyfriend. I'm like, no, look at the crowd. They're reacting. Like, yeah. But it's like, yo, you, get like, away from me. You you want to like also like if everyone's wild the fuck out you want to have that one still video for of sure. just every, mm-hmm. capturing the whole moment yep. you know for sure and back at a dj yeah I, I but yeah i get so many people who are like 
capturing like you know they'll cut off like the transition like, yeah. right. and I'm like yo my boy right. was filming for me and I had like eight videos and right when the transition was about to hit you saw people about to wild out he cut the video <laughs> and I'm like yo what are you doing <laughs> I was like yo I was like yo there's eight videos that they were like wilding the fuck out he's like oh I, I thought it was over I'm like it's not <laughs> right, over right. <laughs> wait for the next song yeah. <laughs> they're about to sing can you, can you film yourself while you DJ huh can you film yourself oh, that's a good while question. you DJ what do you mean like, like I mean I, like while you like, DJ and then like you take the yeah, camera like, I mean, <laughs> selfie <laughs> shit you know who's the best at that Right? I know yes. exactly who you're gonna Just know. incredible. Oh, absolutely. Sure. I can't do that. For sure. Yeah. yeah, he's really, he knows how to move this shit. I know, man. <laughs> and like, he knows where the crowd's wilding out a little bit. Uh -huh. And like, his he knows content is also like, he's really consistent with his content, too. Yeah. yeah. He's very consistent. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Shout yeah. out to Just Incredible. Yeah, shout out to Justin <laughs> on that shit. <laughs> for real. If I could do that, too, like, I need, like, I need. You uh, can. No, no. Nah. I got <laughs> I got it with me. I got to concentrate on my mitten. That's like enough right there. I can't be doing that. And then filming myself, yeah. and then filming, filming the video. crowd is just like nah. I you just, gotta find the right right time. I feel like I look dorky doing that shit. No, I would, if I saw a video with you smiling in the camera <laughs> in a selfie, <laughs> you're texting. Yeah. I would call you, be like, "Yo, you I good? I would never do that. I would never do that." You know what? Maybe if I get some veneers. And shit, I might be the smiling ass motherfucker. Oh, definitely, in the man. I, I think mean, I'm gonna get a like, in a few years. Like, just like you know, <laughs> sure. You gotta do it. I look like Jim Carrey in the mask. <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> Alrighty then. I'll be all in that shit. Um, let's let's bring it back a little. You okay. said you were gonna explain to us about the princess of Las Vegas. And how do you yes. get one of these titles? Right. Is it, is it self-proclaimed? It's self-proclaimed. Okay. okay. Yes. That's that's spicy. It is yeah. spicy. Right? Who are you to self-proclaim yourself? Well, the and not the queen, but the princess. I didn't want I love to be the, the queen. I love the, the humbleness. Who is there. the queen? That's a good question. I mean, so if we do dial it back a little bit, so I used to have a mentor, DJ Kelly J. She's Kelly J. a local DJ here. Mm -hmm. She okay. ended up like having a daughter and during her pregnancy was when I became her mentee. And so I that's when I was, I didn't even know how to cross over from one song to the next. Oh, blend, okay. Yeah, at all. Not even, like, I mean, volume-wise. Like, I knew the bare, bare, bare minimum. And a lot of people would always reference her as, like, Queen Kelly J. Like, that was her thing. It was, like, Queen Kelly J. She had a mural in downtown, um, like, painted. So I was like, I don't want to be... The queen and step on anyone's toes so I just delegated myself to the princess mm. and it worked and I think also when did you delegate yourself as the princess when did you crown yourself probably when I was maybe a year into actually doing SimCity mm. and people would always say you know I was the only girl really on the lineup a lot of the time so they would just call me princess and like be like oh princess of SimCity like and then I started rolling with it now I'm like okay it kind of works you know like I enjoy it yeah it, it makes sense but i didn't want to crown myself as a queen because i'm so new into this world i don't want to like don't want a title yeah overstep any boundaries and also i just thought the princess was cute <laughs> and it worked for me so i think it kind of yeah. works yeah i'm not mad at it i can see other motherfuckers being mad though yeah, yeah. yeah. you, know, you do have a lot of haters i'm in this really weird dj stage right now where I just feel a lot of transitioning and maybe just of like shedding a lot of old skin and just kind of trying some new things. And I think I'm definitely starting to 
see and hear some things that I'm not sure what to believe in a sense. So mm. I don't know if I have haters, but I think that there's definitely people that, you know, keep their eye on me. I'm not sure for what their intentions are, but I don't know. I've always just tried to, you know, portray myself and give out good energy so that I don't have to worry about people like that. But there's no like there's no one in the DJ shit that's hating on you, right? It's pretty much Every, been everyone's been pretty supportive. Majority of it has been yeah, supportive. For right? sure. And yeah. if there are haters, I mean with love there comes hate. So I'm just here for the vibes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think when I was coming up, like I didn't have to deal with social media. No, so like down, you know when sure. you were when you were coming up, you know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. I don't know how it is to navigate that so early in your career. It's tough. Yeah. With like people you went to high school or college with. Yeah. Or motherfuckers you grew up with that mm-hmm. maybe you didn't like or they don't like you. Yeah. And they just yeah. kind of, they just continuously shit on you or talk shit behind your back when you like trying to come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, yeah. I'm grateful enough to not have had experience that. Like I said, like I come from a dark childhood. I don't give off that type of energy. If anything, I'm trying to do the complete opposite. And I feel like a lot of people see that and mm-hmm. they definitely take it in. And that's kind of why I haven't had to deal with that. But I mean, maybe when I get a little bit further in my DJ career, you know, maybe those, some of the haters will ex- some haters. be exposed. And I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, how do you like, do you guys have haters? I do. Yeah. Everyone hated him when we started a podcast. No, and still yeah. hated me now. Why like, though? I know other DJs. Yeah. Never knows. Like, ne- never like, told the, me about yeah. other DJs that have hated on me. And that's how I found out. But like, I usually find out through never. I wouldn't say hate on you. I would just say they, uh, they, I don't know. They would say something. Yeah, they would talk shit, and I'd be like, "No, but, but you, really? you, yo, fam, when we first started this podcast, <laughs> oh no, people hated me just for being me. The comments we had, like, were like, "Yo, this shit is dope," but like, get rid of Jamie. Like, every <laughs> everybody was like, "Get rid." There was a point where you even came up to me and you're like, "Yo, I don't think I should be on the podcast." Yeah, it was anymore. like, I don't think no one likes me. <laughs> then I was just like, "Shut up, you're being a pussy." Just shut up. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was honest. I'm like, I think I could probably work better behind the scenes than working on the mic. But you know that shit. Yeah, people hated him. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, like <laughs> never even like you. We became best pals. But again, like I've gotten hate from other DJs that I'm like, well, then I find out the reason why, and I'm like, okay, that's what's the reason like, why? What is it like? How did you get put on? Get on. Where you come from? One one get put on, and then be like, why is he getting booked and not me? Right. And, th- and I'm like, oh, this is all your problems projecting on me is right. I, I can't fix these problems for you i felt that too before like i have experienced that before as well mm-hmm. i remember i had i don't know jamie remember last year at um austin texas yeah we was talking to some dj and some dj was was you was telling him that yeah never like kind of recommended me for certain venues and this dj asked you yo what, what made you want to help jamie out <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. You what, remember that? Yeah. And what, like, what did you answer? I was like, yeah, because that was that's my boy right there. You know, he needed some gigs, whatever. And I put in the good yeah. work for him. But the dude was like, yo, why would you do that? Yeah, and th- and there's been DJs that we <laughs> us three know personally that have done that shit. And it's like, why is Eddie? Why is Mac? Why is Never? Why is Cricket? Why are they helping him? And I've never help. helped him. Uh, <laughs> put a record. No, no. <laughs> no and, and it's like, why? I why told him I'm not helping you. <laughs> fuck off. Like, there, but there's been people that are like, why? Like, they hate me because of just me existing. I'm like, why? It's, it's, but it's more so on them. I'm like, I can't fix those problems for yeah. you. Like, 
It'd be like that. That's that's on you. I and think also like, you know, I am young, so I feel like I don't know, I wouldn't call them haters, but I think there's definitely some people that have looked at me like, How did you get here? Or like, you know, how are you in this position? And I think a lot of it I wouldn't consider it as hate, but you know, you obviously do as a woman and a DJ have to prove yourself, I feel like a lot of the times and like talking about struggles, that's definitely a struggle as far as being a female DJ, which everyone, every female hates that term. I know you guys hear it all the time, but like, do you guys hate that? Do you hate it? I don't hate it, but I don't like being categorized because we all have the same job, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't like to be considered a female DJ. I'm just a DJ like everybody else, but I get why there's a difference in it. But at the same time, it's like, you definitely have to prove yourself. I think it's interesting I think women DJs, I, I actually, like, I don't see anything wrong with the term. Yeah. Just because I have so many people hit me up saying they're looking for women DJs. Yeah. I've never true. heard a motherfucker hit me up like, hey, I'm looking for male <laughs> yeah. DJs. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It like, makes sense. Yeah. So when I'm like, when I when I have people hitting me up like, hey, we're looking for women, like a woman DJ yeah. that's dope or blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, these are, these are like, you know, like, yeah. these are like some of the ones I'm, I'm fucking with. Yeah. I think they're dope. I so I think it. it's yeah. important. Yeah. Because, I embrace it. I don't like, you know, I'm not hating on anyone that does say like female yeah. DJ or anything like, that. I don't think it's marginalizing you guys. Like, well, they're not DJs because they're women DJs. I just right. think that's like a kind of a, I don't know, a better category. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> yeah. I, like, you know, <laughs> recent, recently I got this gig and they were like, yo, can you come do Wednesdays? Because we're doing like more of a ladies night wine and, and drawing or whatever it's called. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm fit for that. I think you, and then I, I recommended Jasmine. I'm like, why don't you hit her up? Yeah. Because she seems Appreciate more, that. That, that's more of her lane. And even with the makeup space that I be doing lately, like these makeup influencer girls, brands have hit me up. I'm like, oh, I don't think I can fit that. Yeah, but why don't you do it? Because it's a makeup event for all women. And then there's a, I think it's better... So what? What's the big but if they better, want you, you're saying like v- the optics of it. It looks better if, and I put a, I'll send a girl. Like to be, you don't want you want to hold like a lip liner. You just don't want to dress up. You don't want to like look no, no, sharp. No, no, I, I do, I do, but it just it looks visually it looks better if a woman is DJing a women kind of event. Event. It's more so aesthetically looks better. But there's been times that I'm like, never mind, I'll just do it, but. There's, I try to put girls that fit in a better situation than me as a DJ or women DJs in a better in a situation like the one I just explained on the ladies' night drawing and wine stuff. I'm like, I. It makes sense though. I'm like, if you're gonna have a room full of women, you should have. You, you just know. don't want to like look like dress up or whatever, you know. No, it's not even that. This it's dude just, wore all pink for the Barbie. Love that. Movie. So you participated. Talking yeah. about. Trust <laughs> <to> my girl. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking frightening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look cool. What you mean? <laughs> what did you get? Fashion over pink? Shit? No, I, this button up that I had. And you have a pink button up. You wore yeah. a pink button up to see Barbie. Yo, that's yeah. crazy. Everyone wore pink to see Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Never you want to go see Barbie? <laughs> I remember I told the fellas, I was like, yo, I'm at the bar. You called me, so we had like an emergency meeting. I'm like, yo, I'm watching Barbie. Yo, when he said that, I went to go to the theater and take a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, at the, I was at the one we always go to, and I was like, 
I was just like, I, I think because we were having like a really serious conversation. To ease the moment, I was like, I'm wearing all pink. We were talking about like, the Clint Spark shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then yeah. we were like all kind of riled up. I was like, you know what? I'm riled up <laughs> outside of the Barbie movie wearing all pink right now, guys. Yeah. That's crazy. We just started laughing. I think you should do all that shit. Why not? Yeah, man. I mean, I I, I get what I get what you're saying though. You know, like at an like it, like if if they book you to do a a Mexican Independence thing and you're like dog. <laughs> no, no, people have hit me up to do like a Latin event, like uh, like 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 you know. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, you're better off getting like exile or somebody. Yeah, yeah. you're better off doing that. And so that's can, why. I and then you know, like for me, like I don't like going to a Latin party and the and the DJ on the mic is speaking like English. Yeah, I love hearing. I mean, like, but that's different. A bilingual than, guy on the that's mic. different than what Jamie's. No, I think getting, I think a, getting approached to do. I think it's kind of the same realm. Like if there was like an Asian, like I don't know, film festival. I think they'd want an Asian DJ. Yeah, right. just yeah. to kind of right. relate kind to of the optics. situation. Yeah, right. optics. Which you makes, know what I'm saying? It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Like, if, if they hit me up to do a hip-hop 50th, and I'm like, I'm not equipped to it, call Neva instead, because he's more, you know, he knows the history far more than I do, and you fit better in this in this situation. Yeah, but I also think, I also believe in there that, you know, you get the right person for the right job. For sure. So, like, there was a there was a time when Yoyoli was, like, doing all this K-pop events, right? I remember mm-hmm. that. And she was killing it, right? She was doing all these K-pop joints. And I'm like, yo, that's that's great. She's really good at it. Yeah. I think that's if you have someone who like respects the culture and, yeah. like, sure. and pushes mm-hmm. it forward and they're like they really love it and they're good at it. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that makes fucking sense. Right. Like that mm-hmm. that's authentic. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I'm more yeah, I'm, so I'm if more you're s- at these, you know, makeup events and you're doing a great job and you, you know, you're like making everyone happy and you're making you know, mm-hmm. everyone feel good, yeah. like, yo, that's authentic and I think you right. can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe go to Jazlyn and get some, you know. Some styling on, <laughs> styling on, that's yeah. shit on. Right here. Girl, come with me. I need a girl's night. Make it like a pretty Lady's woman night. montage. Pretty Jamie. Well, well, let's 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 bring it back because I, I still want to talk about this song of the summer. Mm-hmm. I've been playing uh, what do you call it? A Search and Rescue is my biggest song of the night. I'm gonna be saying that, yeah, with Drake. Yeah, mm-hmm. any that Drake. Is, yeah, any but Drake. Any Drake. I feel like almost any Drake hits every time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the older shit has been hitting from the early 2000s. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Up well, all night. What's up? Yeah. That shit. Even the best hit. I ever had. <laughs> even yeah. yeah. Even Nicki Minaj. Like sure. all of her shit. Oh, yeah. Is like yeah. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time. Uh. From moment, what is it called? Moment of life. Moment, moment of for life. life. Yeah. yeah, with Drake. Yeah, mm-hmm. edit here. Yeah, moment of life to like Four super life. bass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starship, starships. starships. Mm-hmm. Always a shit. hit. Yeah, all that cheesy shit's like coming back. <laughs> yeah, but it's like we weren't even playing some of this, some of this shit from then. Mm-hmm. You, you said you were playing Lady Gaga and Kesha. Yeah, Lady Gaga, Gaga, um, Kesha. Kesha's hitting. Kesha. Yeah. Pitbull. Of course, the vibe. Katy Perry. This is the song of the summer for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drake, Drake's Spin About You is my biggest record. Probably. Yeah, that's, yeah that's a good that's one, That's a big one. It's a big record. Rich Flex. Rich Flex. Uh, yeah. That's kind of weird. Now, now but. yeah, but... What are we going to do when all of this shit, when Drake goes away? Like, what are we going to do? 
pray for there'll be somebody <laughs> there'll be somebody to come up to no, follow I don't him. think there will be I think he's no. dropping an album in the next two weeks so you know what there's a song that I haven't even brought up that I've been playing this summer yeah um, fuck you man fuck you fuck you mean I mean <laughs> fuck you mean yeah yeah you were saying like, like, like fuck you man you were saying like Eddie Murphy oh <laughs> uh, yeah. you the fuck you man yeah. fuck you <laughs> man I see you Eddie <laughs> I know you Eddie that's the way he's done. that's a huge so, song yeah, fuck you mean yeah fuck you mean uh huh yeah. it's funny like no one gives a fuck that this whole snitch shit I mean at, fr- at the beginning when he first dropped the album it was like oh he's snitching I'm, I'm not playing that but shit but the music was but good then, yeah, yeah they realized the fucking album was they're dope. playing it in Atlanta so I guess it's good everywhere yeah. it is yeah. buzzing it's popping in Atlanta yeah. Yeah. so even yeah. after the Drake this he's no one popping. no one gives a fuck about all that shit yeah it's like like Lizzo like I don't play I'm trying to steer away from playing Lizzo right now I'm, I'm really <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the same thing also I used to play like um, about that time all the time yeah it's a good I time. I'm, I'm scared to play it now, that's your so. record I know every time I, I see I talked about that record yeah. before it blew up. Like, yo, this song's gonna be big. It's a great song. Yeah, that's your shit. Yeah, you don't play that. I'm scared to play it now. I'm. I don't know. I think Lizzo's kind of canceled right now. It's hard to Definitely play. Definitely right now. You know who is coming back though? Fucking R. Kelly. Because I'm hearing a lot. <laughs> of R. Kelly's not coming right back. Now. I hear a lot of R. Kelly coming back. I'm not playing it, but I hear a lot of people playing it. Like so, what? Like ignition? I never stop playing ignition and stop stepping the name of step in the name of love. Do you run any of that shit? I don't. I don't. No, of course I can't not. do it. I can't do it either. Is it because of what he's done? Of course. Yes. Never yes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she doesn't like R. Kelly. I no, know. she doesn't like the tone of his voice. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why she doesn't play. But this like shit. that's hard because my like my parents listen to R. Kelly growing right. up. So like, we, I know Yeah, I know the value of his music and how good of his his music is. But it's like yeah, I can't play it. I just can't. I think you can only play when he dies. No, Maybe. not even then. When he drops, no. When he drops, when he dies, dead, everybody gonna be playing his music again. Yeah. When no, he drops dead, when he drops dead, you, you can run his the shit. The biggest song will be Ignition. Because the thing is, who's gonna get that money? Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. where where are the royalties and where where's all the streaming? Uh, where's all that going? It's really just funding him right now. Mm-hmm. So when he's dead and gone, that money's going either to his family or to I don't know who the fuck. He's still married, so maybe his wife. Yeah, yeah. But I think when he's dead and gone, we can. That's gonna be a glorious day uh, where we can play <laughs> all the shit. <laughs> we can just run. We're gonna see all like R. Kelly party parties and shit like that. That's, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Are you playing Tory Lanez? Mm. I've been hearing a lot of Tory Lanez. I'm, I'm playing a little Tory Lanez though. I don't really. Yeah. How, like I don't yeah. know what's the level of what can we play, and what can now we even not play. So you'll play Tory Lanez, but won't play, play R. Kelly. I know, but R. Kelly was doing worse shit yeah. than Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez shot, he one, shot a female. He did. And he this did. dude raped <laughs> little girls. Like I don't know. What are we like? <laughs> what are you balancing that here? It's a tough conversation. It is. <laughs> there wasn't little girls. I mean, like six. There were fourteen years. little girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like this. You know what I mean, man? <laughs> <laughs> They're not babies. <laughs> yeah, we know. That was so old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I ain't gonna lie, man. When I go out, a lot of openers are playing, uh, you know, Broken Leg and like Ferris oh, Tory Lanez joints. Yeah, I still hear that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, he had bad night. He just so he, shit. he almost he could have killed somebody. That's true. I mean, a lot of rappers. <laughs> Gucci Mane killed people. You know what? I miss playing. I miss, I miss playing. Say it. 
That's that's the I, only I song love I that record. Yeah. And I only yeah. play it because it's a remix that I found that I'm like, oh, this is really good. I'm playing the original just to fill the void. And just I miss <laughs> I miss playing Say It and then going into like Bryson Tiller. Yeah, it was like a Great good pocket. Yeah, yeah, it's like a nice pocket. Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely of like 50, 60 BPM, one ten, one twenty. Yeah, shit yeah. that mm-hmm. you could like kind of run. This summer, I guess there's a whole scattering. We haven't even talked about like Latin music though. Yeah, I mean, Pesto Pluma has been the only thing really. You don't seem excited about that. I mean, because it's been here for a minute. The song is not just, it didn't come out this summer. It came out earlier, but it just, playing it over and over and over, I'm just like, okay. Hey, yeah. You know what? And I'm like, I have a question. Do you think the Latin explosion kind of fizzled out? Fizzled out a little bit? What do you mean, on a crossover level? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. Really? No. I still think there's big fucking songs in in, in Latin like no in Latin, Latin world yes in the Latin world yes, but I yes, mean like yeah. crossing crossover over, like, like, yeah but if you look at every genre nothing's crossing over like even hip hop there's nothing really big crossing over mm-hmm. and when you look at EDM there's nothing really big crossing over you do have yeah. a point to me the most noticeable track from like dance music is the Peggy Goo mm-hmm. the na 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 yeah and that's like starting to bubble mm-hmm. but it hasn't even like hit crossover crossover yet yeah you know. But like, if you look at every genre, no one's really crossing over. But that's like the, you, you. I want an Aya Sola to be like a Peppa's, but it just won't be that. It won't ever be that. That's why you're kind of frustrated with it mm-hmm. because it's a big song, but it only hits I'm a certain more. demographic. Yeah, only gets a certain. Because then everyone like, yo, you. When I play Peppa's, hip hop, Latinos, everybody, knows everybody, everybody everybody's just kind of like, yo, let's wild the fuck out. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. but like when you play some of these other hits, you're just kind of like, all right, like now I'm losing this crowd. Yeah, I get I gotta, out of it. I gotta yeah. bring them back later. You know. Yeah, that's the only that's yeah, the yeah. problem that I've been having because I'll, I'll wait till the last hour to play all the Spanish shit because I'm like, okay, you guys are in here finally. Let's play some of this shit. But it takes a minute to get to that. But you know what's hitting in, in the Latin shit right now is the older shit. Right now, it's hitting harder, right? What like older shit? Like like uh, Tego just started. Tego always hits. No, don't say Tego always hits. Tego's always hit for me. You <laughs> no, seen that shit? No, actually, no. You're I'm 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 you're incorrect. crazy right I'm now. Incorrect. <laughs> I'm incorrect because I remember I dropped you were with me. I dropped Tego, and that doom. West Coast motherfucker. And it went to sleep, and then Crooked looks I'm, at me and he goes, "Get out of this, quick!" <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> The younger generation didn't know about Dago till maybe last year mm-hmm. on the West Coast. Oh, I knew about it. Yeah, you know about it. Because it, I was around when that was when he was bubbling. Yeah, but they just started probably, it started hitting probably around that EDM remix or that Waracha remix yeah. uh, that came out. And But then all of his shit started hitting again. Take but it was like, like the first... Um, Artists I have reggaeton artists I ever heard of. Dego Calderon. Yeah. Yeah. Calderon. yeah. But like uh, Evie Queen, Dego. But all of that of is Looney hitting Tunes. harder now. Yeah. Like it's even hard. Like all like Yo Voy. Yo Voy's been hitting though. It's been hitting. But all of that shit, yeah. Rock, the, yeah. Rock the Car is all hitting. Like all that 2000 shit's hitting harder now. Mm-hmm. Because like I guess there is no crossover shit. Yeah. So it's like go back to. But I feel like the younger gen is learning a little bit more about like the older shit. Yeah. Like, D- like Delay, Don Omar has always hit. Yeah. But it hits even harder now. Whereas but even I, I just, this other shit is hitting, like Zumba and all this shit. Uh, oh, Zumba's Sal- hitting? Salio El Sol and all that shit. Is oh, hitting. shit. 
But yo, also, yo Zumba, I've been like wanting to play that forever. Pampan by Wesley and Yandel. That's yeah. that's fucking hitting too. It's funny, like all the nostalgia shit we've been talking about, mm-hmm. it's happening with in like, every Latin culture, music, every right? genre yeah. of music. Yeah, yeah. yeah because now sure. we're we're talking about like EDM and dance music, and it's like all the old shit's hitting. Yeah, everyone's remixing all the like the Euro trance and dance music yeah. from the nineties, mm-hmm. and it, it's almost happening with R and B, hip hop. Pop I'm, music too. Yeah, pop music. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the the Spanish stuff was pushed by Bad Bunny because he went back and so in his last album to get older uh, artists from that mid two thousand blow up from the reggaeton era. So he went back and grabbed some of them. He had Evie Queen come out on every single one of his concerts. Mm. So he was like showcasing these people. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. they're like Teo Calderon was just at Baja uh, Baja Fest last week this past weekend. And when he came out, shit erupted. Mm-hmm. So, but it's like when him and Don Omar came out to do Bandoleros, it erupted. But would that would have happened four years ago? I don't think so. No, it's true. Yeah. So you are right. No, like three years ago, I I tried playing some Tego for like younger Latin crowds, mm-hmm. and they would come to me like, "Yo, what is this?" And they they would even tell wow. me like, "Yo, this sounds." Like some old school. Some shit. really old school. Yeah, like wow. I, I imagine it probably sounds like some Run DMC or like yeah. some Curtis some Blow. <laughs> like, clap your hands, everybody. Is that what they're messed up? No, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. No, no, I'm thinking more like. Fat boys. <laughs> That's what the, it sounds like. The freaks no. come out at night. <laughs> I it sounds like some old ass <laughs> D. No, I don't know what it would sound like. Maybe some early. Rock him or some shit, but mm. I don't think it still has a good sound. But it's just like, oh, here we go with this, you know, backpack sounding shit. But yeah, oh, it sounds like backpacky. Is that what it is? Yeah, like I was trying to see. Like Dego is probably like the Nori of hip hop. Like he has some good bangers, but it, people forgot about Nori. You know, nothing, nothing still gets played. Well, it got played because of that song that uh, remixed the song that sampled the song. What are you talking about? Oh, I Billy Eilish. The Billy Eilish shit. Mm. Yeah. Uh. So that's what I'm saying. Like it just it's Tego's he's an OG and he's been around for for a minute, but he just doesn't get to play in the shine. Yeah, but don't don't front. That's some like a new thing where it started getting. Now it is, yeah. Coast. Because I was thinking about it, but I'm like, oh no, two years ago, a year ago, when you were with me and I played it, and you're like, this mm. is not <laughs> he's like, this worked for me and you, but get out of this quick. Well, like you were talking about the Latin Latin bubble like bursting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it, it it's bursting. I think it's just expanding, and it's just getting bigger and bigger, which is like better. Mm-hmm. The only problem is that I'm having this, and I've talked to other DJs. There's so much music from different genres that I have to collect. Yeah, that it's hard to like centralize what to play. Mm-hmm. Right, and that that's you know probably I mean? the yeah. downfall of not having a song of the summer, really. And yeah, exactly. And it's like I'm in so many different kinds of rooms. Right. It's like, oh, this is more Latin and like hip hop. And this yeah. one's like Latin EDM and sprinkle of hip hop. And then this one's like and it's how, they're all different. Like the know? question I have for you guys, like cause you guys have been DJing for way longer than I have. Mm-hmm. And it's like how do you D- determine that like when you guys were first coming up as DJs did you ask like what format is this room because I feel like when you do that people look at you like oh you don't know then you shouldn't be here type no, of thing you, you, I've, you don't know how much research DJs do like some big DJs hit me up and they're like yo I heard you just did this room yeah what was it like what did you play what yeah. was the hot shit what worked yeah. what's the crown like so that's yeah. what you want to do you actually want to do like reconnaissance work yeah you want to sure. research and then you kind of you want to talk to the DJs who have done that room 
But you do want to talk to the owners or the promoters right. or the bookers and be like, yo, so what are you looking for? Yeah. And, and the sound guy. The sound guy knows a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. The lighting guy, the sound That's guy. True. Those guys are. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't ever be like, oh, shit, I should know what to play in this room. Yeah. Because every room is so fucking different. Right. You know, like even some of these R&B parties, they're like 40% R&B parties. Right. And 60% like ratchet turn up. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like kind of know what the fuck is going on. You know what on. I just yeah. noticed? Theme parties from Twitch kind of took over a lot of these parties being thrown because it's just like when you were listening to Neva and he would have the 45s on a Friday and then Boom Bam Mondays. And then if you go into Bella's uh, Twitch, it was a certain theme and then Four Colors Act. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like uh, like a lot of these like Twitch Twitch channels and Twitch DJs, they were like relying on themes for different days. Yeah, yeah. I think that spilled then, over to the real world. And it, well, <laughs> and then when everything's opened up, a lot of like people liked the theme, the aspect of hearing yeah. one kind of music all night. Yeah. So it's kind of how to centralize the hot song for the summer when everything is everywhere. Yeah. I, I do think like that listening to DJs on Twitch allowed DJs to dig deeper. The the, the B side cuts B-side. or, mm-hmm. right. or just yeah. the cuts that weren't like crossover shit. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that plays into where we are right now mm-hmm. a, a bit. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I guess it's one of those things where there is. So wait, you're saying the song of the summer for you Never. is putting them on the floor? Yeah. What about you? I'll say, I mean, I'm not, like I said, spinning these big rooms, but the song of the summer for me was Tomorrow by Glorilla and Cardi. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yep. That had like a, it had a slow rise though, right? Yeah. It was like hitting and then it didn't hit. And, and then, then it, it hit started again. hitting, yeah. Wow. It's so crazy because like in New York and Miami, like probably like Taliban's would be the biggest song yeah. in certain rooms. Mm-hmm. And like you don't hear any of that shit on the West Coast. Or in the Midwest. Yeah. Even that the J-Hus, the uh, Batman Don't Dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's a huge fucking record. There's just all these records that are just like so centralized in, in, to, in, the, in different like parties and demographics. Because the crossover record, I mean the Song of the Summer has to be the biggest crossover record in all rooms. And and that's the biggest criteria to it, that you can drop Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, Young M A, or whatever fucking um, song was popping that summer, and it crossed over no matter what room you played in. Like EDM DJs were making EDM remixes to these songs. You know what? If I had to pick one record that I think works in every room, mm-hmm. it would be Ski Ye. Mm. That works in every fucking room. And that's and I heard it's been big in East and West Coast. Yes, so I would heard have to, it. I don't. I, know, I, I don't I, I love that record. Slow in New York, but I don't know. I could be. No, I heard it's hitting in New York, yeah. like crazy in New York. And it's mm-hmm. bigger now because she's opening up for Drake and at his tour. If you look at Sexy Red right now, yeah, she's probably got like five to six records. She's got the remix of like the Baby Shake something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got the remix to Pound Town. Mm-hmm. Right. She has Ski Ye. Mm-hmm. She has Pound Town. And then she has that other record, uh, the It Ain't My Fault. I'm looking for the hoes. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, when you look at how much she's recorded and dropped in, like, I don't know, a span of how, when did Pound Town drop? Like, like month six, seven ago. months ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yo, she's going to work. She's 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 taking over. I know. It's almost like kind of like what Ice Spice, what happened with Ice yeah. Spice on the East Coast, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I, are you guys playing Ice Spice, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're saying that she's killing it right now. I, I'm not saying I don't think killing she's her. killing it on the West Coast, I mean, like I mean, the East I'm Coast. Not playing I Spice, you're not playing. Anything. I was gonna no. say I don't think I think the Barbie World song works, but I don't think anything else works really outside the Pantier song. Um, I mean, in her mood is like a good like ladies anthem. Like in a lot of mood. girls like that song. I don't play it, but it's just the chorus. Yeah, 
It's not like a certified anthem. I know this is going to hit every time. How about Princess Diana? I like that one. That's a big record in New I York. I thought that was mm-hmm. going to be the one, but... That's a big record in New York. Mm-hmm. Princess Diana. I played out here. The Nicki remix? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a... Delhi's huge in New York. Yeah. That shit is hitting hard everywhere. I don't think it's hitting here just yet. No, it's not going to hit the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I get I get mixed reviews when I when I play uh, Ice Spice on yeah. the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the, the the short... Like, the shorties on the West Coast, <laughs> they don't... They're not feeling it. No. Why, why is why. that? I don't know. I, I they're not that aggressive I don't know no I don't I really don't know I mean she she does make catchy songs but I feel like they're not going back to like how I mentioned about purpose like I don't know if it's means anything it's like just a hit or it's just a cool song to listen to but I know I'm not throwing it in my set no offense to I Spice like she's doing her thing she's rising in the east coast or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I just doesn't feel like her records are something that i Need to drop. I think, remember, we had Jermaine Dupri on, and he was talking about, like, he wanted to make Welcome to Atlanta pop. Mm-hmm. So he got, like, every, like, the top New Yorker, uh, New York rappers and the L.A. rappers LA, and put them on the on the remix. Yeah. I feel like she needs to work with some West Coast and Down South artists. Yeah. She's just too New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if she had a record with, like, you know what, the, the best thing that, like, Cardi B did for her album, she was working with 21 Savage, right? So when, her first album, she had 21 Savage. She had YG. Right, yeah. she had Migos on there. She had yeah. Migos, but she like she had all of these cameos. And, like if you look at Ice Spice, yeah. she's only working with like Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. or like East Coast, East Coast yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Little Che, right? Tajay or what's yeah. his name? Little uh, T- TJ. 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 Right. Yeah. Like she's only working with New York fucking rappers. Like she needs to work with like some like West Coast and down South motherfuckers. Yeah. I and I think that. like if she starts doing that or even doing that with certain remixes. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she like could reach a broader audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. If she had, like, if she was just working with those motherfuckers more, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's exactly the thing. If, if she starts touring, she's gonna need that. Yeah, for sure. Because if she she can't tour and go to the south and not have a south record, yep. She can't go to the west coast and not have a west coast record. But do you think she can do that? Even after attaching herself to Nicki Minaj so much, yeah, she yeah. has to because Nicki Minaj has a bad rap. So it's kind of hard to. Does she? I mean, Meg the Stallion did this, did that. She got attached to who? To Nicki when she first came out. Yeah, did that. Um, I, I, I got summer. Yeah, but then she got attached to Cardi, and then it's kind of she ended up in a weird place. So I think it's very clicky. I didn't notice any of that gossip shit with any of her <laughs> records. She was working with everybody. Meg, but I don't know the politics of Meg. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I don't Meg know has a lot of politics behind her. Really, I feel like she she was just working with everybody and shit. Yeah. But I, I, you know, with Ice Spice, I feel like she's there. She just doesn't, she doesn't have, she hasn't tapped into like all the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because even Cardi did a song with, she did a remix of Blueface. So it's like, you kind of need to work every fucking. Yeah, so like, yeah. you know, like uh, when Cardi comes to the West, she could play her YG song. Yeah. You know, like uh, if she's touring for the first time, she could do that Tatiana remix. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If she goes down south, she could do 21 Savage. She could do fucking Migos records. Right, right. Ice Spice is like, you know, she just got the New got, York sound. She's, yeah. she's just got to really, she just got to really have a core following, yeah. and a core audience there. But she can't do like these crossover rooms where she has to like, you know, where she, you know anyone is gonna fuck with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Jaslyn, thanks for coming through. Thank you guys so much yeah. for having so much. me. I'm you were nervous. Were you nervous about coming on? A little bit. Like little bit? I'm a fan. I'm <laughs> telling you guys, I listen to this podcast religiously. So thank you guys for having I don't, me. On. I don't really believe you, but okay. I, I probably no. <laughs> I've I've listened for a good while now. Okay. Yeah, definitely. At least a year. Yeah. She came up to me a year ago. For sure. Because we were we were talking and she's like, well, like I, I'm I'm new. You know, I don't have like a, much of a a bio or like a a resume. And I was like, nah, like we'll come on and shoot the shit. Yeah. You know what? Not for nothing. I did some research and you had like a lot of um you did a lot of interviews on. Oh yeah, we had yeah. we yeah. never did a good amount of And research. it's so funny because there's like sometimes we have guests and there's no info on them. You Whatsoever. can't find no info yeah. on about them online. So. Yeah. But with you, you had like a, you was on the um what was that Las Vegas Weekly? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had a Las Vegas that. Weekly feature, which yeah. was big for me as a Las Vegas born and raised yeah. you know yeah. girl. Like mm-hmm. that's big girl dreams right there. Right. A whole page. I was like, <laughs> what? It's crazy. But yeah, I have I've like I said, I, I do my best. I really do. So. Yeah. No, I think you're on on a, on a great path. And yeah, thank I think you. you're doing Definitely. dope shit. Thank yeah. you. So yeah. hopefully, yeah, we'll have you back on soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Jazlyn Rich. That's yes. Thank you. Come through. Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.